The Simbaroom Effect from RPGGods.org and FictionSuit.org Welcome to The Simbaroom Effect, an actual play podcast brought to you by Dave, Matthew, and the guys from the Coriolis Effect. Let us welcome you back to the Kingdom of Ambria and the Davakar Forest, and to episode one of the Tale of the Lonesome Goblin. So here we are on day two of our Norfolk retreat, and we are right now about to play some more Simbaroom with the crowd from the Inn of the Lonesome Ogre. So if you just want to briefly introduce yourselves, guys, I think most people probably know who you are anyway, but uh, I'm Dave, the GM. Oh, we can talk now, can't we? Oh, yes, right. we can talk I'm now. Andy, Grendel, the uh, Changeling. Uh, I'm Tony, playing Radamaramai. Hey! Woo! Yes! Oh, yes. <laughs> Once I forgot the name. Radamaramai, the other Changeling. At the in the Lone Smooga. And I'm Potboy. I don't talk very much. Thank God. <laughs> oh, just, I guess I'm an ogre. You guess you're an ogre. Well, I guess I should say to people that haven't been introduced to Potboy before, I'm an ogre. <laughs> right. <laughs> last time. If you recall, kind of better than I recall, actually, what did happen last time? I've got the foggiest. We had some racists in. Didn't like this, us changelings. So, yes, changelings. you had a. So, you found out that Ivan Tor was. Um, a badass. Still not liking the changelings. He was. Trying to make sure. Because I've been. Editing the other <laughs> podcast. I'm now getting myself all confused about what happened in that and what I've put in this. So I'm desperately <laughs> trying to make sure I don't give you any spoilers. <laughs> no, uh, so I don't think I am. So you knew that Ivan Tor had effectively threatened Amla mm-hmm. um, with having the inn shut down if he didn't kick the changelings out. Yeah. And Amla had basically said no. Mm-hmm. But it took you a little while to get that, that out of him. There was a brawl, which you again found out was... Sponsored by Ivan Tor with some heavies, mm-hmm. um, led by a guy called Veerly, who came in and started a fight in the in the inn. He was the hunter, wasn't he? He was the uh, he ran the the stall in the Goblin Market mm-hmm. that was selling all the hunters' gear. He, so he was sending hunters out to get stuff, and he oh, was then right. selling yeah, yeah, yeah. selling the gear on the on the stall, which he still is. Um, but you did quite a lot of work to. Track him down, work out what his weakness was, which was the fact that he got a mistress, yep. and then basically blackmail him into confessing, which he eventually did. And as a result of that, he confessed to the judge, and the judge, well, that was kind of where we left it, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, really? also that some weird shit going on in my parents' old cottage, wasn't there? Yes. Which so we yes, think Mr. Tor's behind the well, game, was, don't we? Was that the? Uh, there was a huge. Oh, cabin right. opened up in the mm. basement of the cottage, wasn't there? It was quite so when, when when we first visited, there seemed to be some altar down there mm. with mm. some things on it. Were they yeah. were they some more stone more hearts? More stone hearts, hearts yes. think, weren't they? And I picked one up, and then that seemed to prompt quite a bad idea thing to happen of this huge cavity opening up in the floor, and there being some. Way. Yeah, creature, dark, tentacled dark creature down there that only one of you could really see, which is you, which is Grendel. Yeah. Um, and then you managed to escape before 
uh, any of you got dragged into the into the <laughs> chasm with it. And then you went and got the priest, Kenaniah, to come have a look. And that's again, that's pretty much yeah. where we'd left it. We got, yeah. I think, with the exception that right at the end, you found out that Elgor had gone. Oh, he's dead. Isn't he? Elgor had left to go into the forest to die, which is what the it's the urge that goblins who don't die from some unnatural re- reason. It's the age they get to go and die in the forest when their time is is nigh. And Amala is obviously quite upset. So we're a few days since the last scenario. I also remember that we didn't we see Elgor paving strange we didn't leave the house and we drove <coughs> the the um that statue, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, that's true. So you did also he was in a terrible fever, mm. but you did get awoken one night with sounds of somebody moving around upstairs in the inn. And then went and investigated and found that Elgor had basically opened up the front door and was still in a sleepwalking trance, but outside sobbing and apologising to the statue mm. for something, for some sin that he thinks he'd committed and begging to be told how to make things right. And Potboy gently picked him up and put him back in his bed and he's still been asleep ever since, so no idea what what's going on in Elgor's head with any of that but he seems to be in a sleepwalk trance the whole time there's yeah a few strange things going Mm -hmm. on okay so um, in the last few days since uh, since Veerly's confession there was a closed council meeting um, that happened in the in the guild hall nobody else was allowed to go and after an hour or two it was seen that Tor was seen to leave on his own, or with his houseman, but not with any of the other council members, in what looked like a pretty rocking bad mood. He seemed to be pretty, un- pretty angry about something. Throw him out. Banish him. Um, the rumour around town is that Tor has been kicked off the council, but nothing official has been said. Mm-hmm. Nobody, knows for, nobody knows for sure what's going on. Um, there's also been some rumours from... Uh, or stories, really, coming from some of the watchmen, some of the guards that have been propagated around the town, that there are, you know, you're hearing this being talked mm. about in the bar. Uh, All the, right. That there are more monsters roaming around Grenahold at night. All right. It's not something, something is a bit different. But again, because nobody really goes it's out. Different I mean, from the normal monsters that are roaming around at night. Because yeah. nobody goes out at night anyway. <laughs> so the watchmen don't tend to... Go out. They, I mean, they don't patrol. Mm. They do go out to see what's going on. See, you know, just kind of test the water, as it were. But they've... So these are rumours. You don't know how much truth there is in them. You don't know, actually, whether the guards do go out at all in the night. They might just mm-hmm. be saying, because they are... Yeah, their heart's in the right place, but they they aren't the most professional outfit that uh, the Kingdom of Ambria has ever seen. So is there anything that you guys particularly want to do, to do right at this moment? No, um, I just want to be there to comfort. Mm. Um, Amla's spending a lot of time in his room being upset. Well, I guess what I'm just making, you know, make sure the inn is running properly, smoothly, and soon as man. We don't want to give old Mr. Tor, um, get fat, um, Mr. Tor a chance to get it closed down again. No. Oh, the other thing that you do know that's happening in the town is that uh, the old Tanaris house, where you used to oh, live, Grendel, oh. um, and where you had the, the funny experience yeah. with the creature tentacles. and the, yeah. the cellar and the tentacles. 
the the priests from the temple have been standing guard right. around the house, not allowing anybody to go close to it, really, um, and seem to be doing some kind of purifying rites right. inside. As far as you can tell, you can hear chanting and stuff from outside if you go close, but the guards, the, the priests, and some of the watchmen as well are, are, are helping out, All aren't right. allowing anybody to get okay. close. Okay. Just going to sneak off and... So whilst Grendel's gone off to get beer... Which is what you do <laughs> in an inn. He's just gone yeah. to change a barrel. There's nothing to change. Okay, so is there anything that you guys particularly want to do? So there are people who, you know, so they, the whole thing with Tor is a bit of a, you know, it's the local gossip. It's the it's the rumour that's going around at the moment. But nobody really seems to know what's going on. Tor has sort of locked himself up in his house and is not really been seen for the last couple of days. So I could do my... I could try my new my new ability, my borrow beast, and get something to spawn in, didn't I? If I wanted to try, you could definitely you try that. Borrow beast is when it's a ritual, and it means it's like um. Oh, what's that you guy? Mean like the wargs. The wargs it's yeah. like um, Bran yeah, Brand, in yes. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, effect, so you can actually take over an animal. An animal, it? yes. Mm. A small animal. A small animal. Yeah. A rat or something. Mm. Yeah. If he gets killed while he's well, taken over, does he die? We'll have to see, won't we? <laughs> so someone goes, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit you've got to mention to me, really. Uh. I did read out the whole description. Well, does, he just, does he just go back to his, body, yeah, his yeah. normal body then? I think the rules say that the, if, if the creature takes damage, then the bond is broken. Mm-hmm. And likewise, if you, if your trance-like body well, yeah. takes any damage, then, then you get broken. Uh, the bond is broken as well. Well, yeah, I'll do that actually. Mm-hmm. I should try. I should do borrow beast, and I should try to a crow. Let's go for a crow or something like a common bird in the in the uh, town. Okay, where are you going to do this from? So it's a ritual. So it takes an hour, an hour. for you to basically marshal the magic to. Do I have to see the beast? I'm going to borrow, try and. I suppose I do. Really, I think I? you probably do. Yeah. Uh, I suppose I could find a secluded part in the, in, in, in the beer garden or something like that. Yeah, or you, um, part of your job has involved you being on the roof. On the roof, yeah. Clearing out the gutters and stuff, so you know you can get up there nice and easily. Yeah, okay, some, some secluded part on the roof. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you, okay, you yeah. just look like you're, you mm. might just be skiving. Okay, No one's going to no be close enough to see that you're in some kind of weird trance. Oh, and okay. from on the roof, you could probably spot quite easily... Mm. A creature. So I think the way it'll work is you, you, you do the you do the, the ritual. So you do the ritual for mm-hmm. fifty nine minutes and forty five seconds mm-hmm. and then you project that against the creature that you can see mm-hmm. in that last fifteen seconds. Right, yeah. Because obviously unless you've got the creature captive, it's Tied not gonna, it's not gonna Tied stand in front of you for an hour. No, 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 okay. So if it flies off or it runs off then you're gonna it's gonna break the ritual. I will, of course, inform these two what I'm up to, so they can, you know. Okay, so from the roof of the what of the inn. What are you planning to do when once you've taken over this animal, this crow? What are you going to go? And well, I'm going to okay. fly it around Mr. Tor's house and see if I can see what he's up to. Maybe you could get into your old house and see if what's going on down in the basement. I could try that. Yes, actually, actually, I could fly around the whole. Uh, I could spot. Oh, God. You can spy on everyone. I can spy on Blackmail, excellent. Try to find some. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, uh, shall I just throw away the scenario that I've written? <laughs> and this is Andy blackmailing the whole oh, of Granite Hold. Yes, yes. Uh, 
Andy becoming rich yeah. very this quickly. This is becoming one of those meeting, moments like uh, Forbidden Lands yesterday where we spend an hour and a half agonising over what to do with three prisoners. Yeah, some, like, throw out Total point of random encounter. Five minutes, <laughs> two hours of the game. Okay, Andy, mm. you then, I think... It began I, with good intentions, though, mate. Did I tell you what the, the attribute role was? Yes, I assume it's Did you write it down? No, I didn't write it because we just, no. okay. just chose let me, it today. Let me take two seconds to find it again. I do date corruption as well, you said, didn't you? It de- you'll definitely get a corruption, uh, temporary corruption. I think, being a ritual, it just succeeds. Oh. Rather than a... Because you, you, you have to spend an hour getting it ready. Getting it ready. No, I think you just cast it. All right. And Bob's your, Bob's your uncle. I think some of them require a test, but this one doesn't. Because hmm. okay. your, your resolute, which would probably be the ability you'd use, is going to be sufficiently higher than a crow's or a rat's or whatever. Yeah. All right. So I assume if I go up and level this, I can go for bigger creatures, can I? Like? Just close the bloody book. <laughs> no, actually, there, there is only one level for this. Oh, is there any old yeah. novice? All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Okay. So I think I am going to make you make a roll, just mm-hmm. to see if you, that you don't get a fumble. Right. So don't roll 20. Mm, that's 17. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I think that's fine. Yeah. There needs to be some. So, now at that last moment, you so you're trying to get a crow. Crow, just common bird, yeah. Um, so I think on a roll of a 10, mm-hmm. there isn't a crow. that They've all flown off out of your view for the moment. No, you're fine. You can, mm-hmm. get, a, you can get a crow. All right. And you go, zoom. Okay. And you are now? A crow. A crow. Excellent. Okay, I shall... Roll 1d4 for your temporary corruption, please. 1d4, okay. Ooh, that's beautiful set. Two. Two. Okay. Yeah, I must probably... Okay, I shall fly over to Mr. Tord's house. Yep. Keeping an eye for any cats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure the vigilant of... I guess it might be quite good. What's your vigilant? No vigilant. Oh god. Um, oh nine. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Make a roll on your vigilant. Are we doing this D, this thing of D twenty? If you wish to do the up to three D twenties, oh, that's no, fine. No, no, no worries. Just one. That's four. Okay. You can't see any cats or no, any hawks or anything that might be a might be a particular yeah, threat to you. Arse, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I'll just fly around Mr. Tor's house then, and um, if there's any windows or something, I'll land on the perch with windows open. And okay, so there's uh, what's the weather like today? Um, I'm seeing the roof and the bloody rain. Six is going to be rain. Uh, no, it's quite bright actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is, yeah. So you've got. Um, the balcony where mm. he's he's often seen mm. at one end of the balcony. So there's quite a lot of windows that along that balcony. Some of them look down into his main hall. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are into uh, small little windows, and then there's a like a balcony door right, okay. that goes into what looks like uh, like a, a lounge or a smoking room, and that door is open. That door's open. Is it okay? I must be land on the balcony where that door's open, where the smoking room is or lounge. Yep. Okay, you can see inside, mm. uh, Tor is sat in a big leather-bound chair, mm-hmm. uh, smoking his pipe. He's on his own, um, reading a book. Reading a book. 
almost tempted to fly and crap on him. He's not. He's. Can I see what book it is he's reading or? Make a make a vigilant roll. Make a vigilant roll. Okay. Twelve. No. No, you can't. Oh, okay. You can't tell. No. Can't tell. Not from here. You're you're outside. Well, yeah, outside okay. the room. Going. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. But he seems quite relaxed. As he? he doesn't seem too annoyed or. Um. He's sitting reading a book, smoking his pipe yeah, at the so, moment. Yeah, okay. So. Um. He's not stomping about, angry. No, he's not right, shouting right, or anything. Right, okay. Uh, Oh, let's go down to the parents' house. Okay, yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm. So as you fly down towards your parents' house, um, can you roll a d6, somebody? Andy, on a six, tell me if you roll a six. Two. No, okay. Um, yeah, you can fly down towards mm-hmm. your towards the old Tanaris house. Okay, what's, what, I suppose, is it surrounded or...? So, yeah, outside... Uh, there are there's a priest and a watchman mm. who are stood by the the front door. They've got some of these sort of temporary railing things, mm. you know, like posts they've just stuck so in the ground with bits of rope on them yeah, to try and yeah. stop people getting close. And yeah, so from you can't see any obvious open doors or windows. Nothing obvious. You can hear mm. some chanting. sort of low chanting from inside. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to check how long Borrow Beast lasts. I think it was up to 24 hours, actually. Is it? I, want to, I, really, I suppose I should really try and find out what kind of book he's reading. Yeah, you can you can maintain it for up to 24 hours. 24 hours. Okay. I'm going to... Can I go back up to Mr. Tor? I'm going to hop around on the... Balcony where, you know, with the actual... There's a balcony railing you can land railing, on, yeah. yeah. And actually, you know, when you, with balconies, you really... Oh, you've got the railings, then you've got the actual balcony. Yeah. So I land on the balcony and hop around nearer to the door where uh, where he's reading. Okay. Um, you can do that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you make a uh, discrete test, please? Oh, God. Um, so, where is he? He's vigilant... So I'm going to give you a plus plus five plus to your five. target number. So okay, so what? That's so you need to roll discrete plus five or less. Discrete is the third one across. That's eight. So that's, that's, that's thirteen. Thirteen or less. Thirteen or less. Oh god. <laughs> Nineteen. No. Nineteen. <laughs> He's seen. He's seen the crow yeah, hopping about. Crow, yeah. Out. Does he put the book? Does he? No. He's just. No. He's seen it. He's seen, he's seen it. you. He's seen, seen it. it. Okay. Um, he hasn't done. Yeah, he's just he's picked up his crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I'm going to just hop near because I'm only a crow. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. I'm going to look at the book. Okay. I think you'd have to go into the room to get any chance of seeing. I'm going to shoot me out. Okay. And I'm going to do two. So you're going to go into the room. Mm. Well, hop on the edge of the balcony between the door, you know. So on the, on the door where the door closes. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Hopping around, picking whatever it is. Not on the thing. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay, minus five. Minus that, five. Okay. Well, actually, I've got one success. Got a four. Okay. All you can see is 
the well, half of the title, which is and and their minions. And their minions. All right. But you can't see the rest or the author. Okay. All right. Yeah. I suppose he throws something at me by now, doesn't he? Or... Um. Yeah. He's getting up and walking over towards the door and shooing mm. shooing the crow out. Mm-hmm. Are you? Is the crow leaving? The crow's leaving. Okay. He and then closes the, the door, balcony door. door. Okay, I think I'll come back. And okay, so, you can break the bond whenever you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll come back and say, well, for my first, sort of, I'll explain those books and their minions, so. And their minions. And their minions. That was, that was a, uh, uh, a snippet of the time. You yeah. couldn't see the rest of it. Pop boy's serving, and he looks puzzled at you. Okay, do I have to. Um. I'll explain to you then. I'll say, when take you over to the corner and explain, okay, and tell you, tell you what I've seen. Still not the book, but do we have to start doing sign language here? It's a book, it's at least three words, every three, three words, and then, yes, he was reading it, but I said, I spied on. Tor, yes, and he's reading, but and the minions, which sounds like a summoning book. Did you go and look in your old house? I couldn't get into the old house. Potboy frowns. Grendel bangs his head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, as your um, where are you having this conversation? I've just turned in, in, the, in the corner out of the way. This is in the, in the corner of the inn. Yeah, just a slight um, discussion. As you're as you're as you're talking, mm. um, the uh, a kind of large shadow fills the open door of the inn, mm. and it's a uh, it's a human with a kind of a like a big bag over his shoulder, like mm. a like it's a Santa. big knapsack mm. thing, um, and it's uh, it's really. He was the guy. You see the hunter, hunter. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And he's looking quite sheepish, and he just sort of stands just inside the door with the bag on his shoulder, and he, he looks over to to the three of you. Hmm. Should we work in the middle? Because after the last yeah. time. So how did we leave it with him then? So we. Well, we blackmailed him, yeah. and then he felt a bit apologetic, and we tried to be apologetic, didn't he? About it all. Yeah, you blackmailed him over his mistress. His mistress. Yes. He eventually agreed to confess. Mm. But prior to that, he had basically started the brawl. Mm. And yeah. the last thing you'd said to him was, You're bored! If you remember. Mm. No, I mean, should we, should we let him in if he's... Does, does no, we should struggle? let him in and see what he has to say. Mm. But we should. Do you think, what boy? Yes? Good. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go to him and say, Hmm, really? I would, didn't really expect to see you here, but... Uh, so soon? Come in, come in. Um, he says, "Look, yeah, I know. Um, I, know, I know I'm barred and all. Um, but after, you know, after what what happened, um, Bren Black, who is Tor's houseman, uh-huh. um, came round and had a go at me because uh-huh. obviously Tor was told that I I'd, I'd made a confession, and he had a go at me in front of my wife, uh-huh. and the whole." Nine yards came out about what your mistress, my mistress, and oh, yeah. my wife has kicked me out. Um, 
I raise my eyebrows when he says nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm an impressive kind of guy. <laughs> I frequently travel along. No, anyway, <laughs> uh, look, I, I actually just have nowhere else to go right now. And, but you used uh, to drink in the other pubs, didn't you? The I know, but yeah, you know, yeah, most of my old friends aren't really my friends anymore after the. You know, black and my my wife have gone and told everybody what's happened. Um, I, I you know if I don't stay here, I have to stay on the street tonight, and I don't I don't want to do that. What does your gut tell you, pot boy? Should we let him in? Give him room. Uh, pot boy frowns. Oh God! I think Grenell's smashed his head with a brick wall, the pub wall by now. Um, how do we know it? It is not. A setup from a tour. Who's saying missed. that to him? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. You you really think that tour's going to trust me after what what happened? I'm surprised that Black didn't come around and stick a knife in my back. Tour doesn't trust me anymore. I, you know, I I'm just asking for a bit of charity. You know, I I, I did wrong tour. you. Yeah, I get that. I yeah, I tried to make good on that, and yeah. and now I. You know, I'm kicked out of my house. I'm sure Tor doesn't trust her anymore, but I can imagine a scenario where... You want to get back in his You've talked to Tor and he said, well, you've betrayed my trust on this one occasion, but maybe there is a chance for you to get back into my favour by performing some action against the, you know, the Lone Smoker. What good am what, I? What, 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 what am I? What am I going to do? That is going to, you know, if I do something bad while I'm staying here, then Potboy's just going to tear my head off, isn't he? I, you know, I literally have nowhere else to go. If I stay on the street, I'm going to die. Mm. Potboy looks um, surprisingly gleeful at the idea of tearing his head off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be blunt with you. What have you humans ever really given done for us half? It must be weeks to be quite. Uh, change things. And you're not even a halfling in the other game, you're a goblin. No. Goblin, I'm a. Well, uh, let's think about it. Roads, running water. Apart <laughs> yeah, from the sanitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. What have the humans ever done? What have the bloody humans ever done for us? Change things, yeah. Um, but I. Um, my heart is softening. Look, the and I sigh heavily, take his belongings off his shoulder, and what's our cheapest room? You don't have rooms in the basement. No, he's not going down the basement. He's not going down the basement. No. I frown. And, um, you can sleep up the top here, can't you? Up in the... Point to the corner. Yeah. He says, look, a, a hard bench in the corner of the bar will be a gift. I hold up one finger. One of his fingers or one of yours? <laughs> one of my meaty fingers. And I say... I don't say. You don't say. I look to you. In case you didn't understand that, he says one night only. Not one night's probation. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, look, I can help around here. I mean, I can... First I, I have, until I sort things out with my wife, if, if that's even possible, I have, I have literally nowhere else to go here. Yeah, I mean, I've thank still, you. I'm still thank got you for, the bag. Thank you for one night. I'm, yes, I, 
Thank you. And the first sign of trouble, we will turf you straight out into the street, night or no night. I get that completely. I I'm in, okay. I'm in your debt. I'm. So I've done wrong. I've tried to put right. I've suffered for putting it right. I'm just asking not to be left in the street to die. One night. Can I? Can I please request that we can review the one night policy on a daily basis? I shake my head for the benefit of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Unless you really prove it, unless he really does something, prove, it, prove his trustworthy. But that's that's a very big if. I mean, you can lock me up at night if you want. But if you leave me on the street, I'm going to die. Yeah, have, you, have you been on the street? Yes. At, at night? Well, we have actually yes. tried that. Yes. <laughs> and we did have. you? Did it go well? Not, not especially. No. I know. I started a brawl in your pub. I paid for that. Um... Should I pay for that with my life? You could always go down. What about your mistress, to be blunt? No, well, she's... What? My wife went round there and punched her in the head and she's not interested anymore. <sighs> but thank you. I, 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 I'm, uh... I'm grateful for the gift of at least one night. At least my life is 24 hours longer than it would be otherwise. <sighs> He says, look, whilst I'm here, what can I do to help? Nothing. You, have your, you still have your own business, don't you? Keep out of the way and not cause any trouble. That's what you can do to help. Mm. Not start any fights. I'm not going to start any fights. Unless you want me to. Mm. If you tell me to go and start a fight with someone, I'll do that. But I'm not going to... You know, I'm in your debt. You know, you've got me... I need you more than you need me, obviously. Pop boy holds up one finger again. <laughs> okay. He goes in and... Mm. What did he do with his bag? Did you give it back to him? Uh, no, I've taken it over to the corner where I can find the scummiest bench I can find and uh, put it un tucked it under there. I turn and face him and I hold up one finger again. Okay, cool. Okay, Amla um, has been at the has been in the upper bar and has seen has seen this mm. this happen. Yeah, he's obviously looking very you know quite old and upset, mm -hmm. but he he nods at, at your charity of letting Veerly stay. I look up at him, hold up one finger, and he go and Amla goes sort of kind of shrugs a little bit as if well let's review that we'll see. As if he doesn't want to be responsible. Now, Amlo and Elgar have got a long track record of taking in waifs and strays. They have. So he's he's amenable to not leaving the guy to die on the street. Well, even waifs and strays have been involved in a plot to try and get the place shut down. Mm. No, I mean, let us in. We didn't turn around and try and close his pub down for him, did we? Not yet. Okay, so Veerly goes into the corner and he says thank you, and then um, yeah, he gets a bit of money and goes over to the to the kitchen window to pay for some food and a beer. Starts chatting to Bernard and apologises to Adelbert for his bad behaviour the other day. Um, and the the woman who got floored, what's her Ragnall, name? Ragnall, yeah, he didn't Ragnall. do that. One of his. 
cronies did that, but yeah, he's apologising to them. Actually, of all of them, Ragnild is the one who's most upset, even though she was kind of the least hurt. She just pushed over, but she's quite a fierce woman. Mm-hmm. Which is why she came storming out the kitchen with a, with a rolling, rolling pin trying to kill them. So she's upset that he's getting to spend the night here. Um, she's angry with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, Ragnild, the anger doesn't tend to last very long. She's not yeah. a bad woman at heart. Mm-hmm. I give her an approving smile. <laughs> I don't know what an ogre's smile looks like. Quite scary. Quite scary. Actually, yeah. Probably similar to Ragnall's smile, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I show her. One thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. As uh, as Veely goes off to talk to everybody else and apologise and uh-huh. and you know just try and make some level of amends, uh-huh. uh, Amla. Sort of comes down and so he's looking, you know, a bit, you know, sad and mm. kind of lonely. Um, he comes down and, and says to you, don't, "Don't be too hard on on Veerly, okay?" Mm. You you know, yeah, says so we've all made mistakes, foolish errors in our lives. Uh, don't condemn the man to death. Give him a chance. And then he pats you on the shoulder. You're a good boy, Popway. Yes, but he's trying to get your pub closed down. I know. But he's... That's what he says. And he, he then turns around and says... He pads back up the stairs. And it's, it's kind of like early afternoon now. Mm-hmm. He says, look, I'm just going back to my room. Um, you can look after the pub. I'm going to go and Blind. rest for a while. And he goes back up to his room and shuts the door. Potboy nodded in reply to that, of course, without saying anything. Yep. And, um... Okay, is there anything you guys want to do this afternoon? Um... So again, I mean, there's not quite so many people in the pub, mm. uh, in the in the inn as there were before. It's sort of... But it's still uh... quite it's still quite busy. So it's... It's, it's not, uh... It's not, um... Well, gone suppose, really quiet or anything. I suppose being totally paranoid here with him and with what's-his-face in the pub, I'm going to serve behind the bar... Keep an eye on uh, our guest. On Veerly. Mm. Okay, yep, yeah, you can do that. So were you giving... Where did you place... Which bench does Veerly get to sleep on at night? Is that on the uh, lower level or on the upper level? Yeah, upper level, I'm thinking. Upper level. Um, so I've tucked him on uh, on the bench in this corner In here. that corner... Yeah. That's overlooking the steps that come up. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he's he seems very pleased with that. So he's got some food and a beer mm. and he's sitting there. He's paid for it, you know, so he's not, you know. He has made sincere apologies, um, but then he sits down quietly to mm-hmm. to not be in the way, basically. Nearly November the 5th, isn't it? Yeah, of course, yeah. Ah, fireworks. Oh, yes, yeah. Remember, remember, the 17th of September, as it goes. Anyway, no, so, yeah. uh, the afternoon's rolling on. Is there anything that any of you wish to do, particularly? Uh, no, look, but like Grendel said, well, during our the work that we're doing, around the public, wherever possible, keep an eye on Billy. Yep. I'm sure he's not up to anything. No. No, he's not Suspicious. up to anything. He does, you know, once he's finished his food and his beer, he does, you know, buy another beer, and mm-hmm. then he goes downstairs to take his bowl back and mm-hmm. talks to Bernard and Adalbert a bit again. Um... So he no longer has his business anymore, you know, when he's trying to stall. Are you asking him? Yeah. Um, he says, well, 
Yeah, I mean, I've got no stock at the moment, and the guys who used to I used to send out to hunt and bring stuff back have kind of yeah kind of gone on strike. They don't really want to work for me anymore because of what happened. Um, they might turn it around, give it a chance, but for now, um, I can't open a store with no goods. <laughs> I look like an idiot. Uh, you know, more <laughs> of an idiot than, than I am already. <laughs> Look, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm accepting my, my foolishness, and uh, you know, I'm genuinely wanting, you know, forgiveness. And you know, as I said, I need your help. I have an idea. You have an idea. We take him to Grindbone and sell him as a slave. Wrong game. <laughs> Oh, well, we waited some slow this time. Well, we actually so. didn't do that, though, in the Forbidden Design <laughs> game. We no. deliberately... People who were sneaking up on us to kill us in our sleep and steal our stuff, we befriended them. Well, didn't we? I think, broadly speaking, well, they were probably wanting to steal your food. Yeah, ah. but they were sneaking up on us and would probably have killed us, yeah. had a chance. So this bloke, who has anyway. done crimes what we know and mm-hmm. had to be blackmailed into right, but, yeah, admitting right to thing. those crimes... Mm-hmm. Not like the lovely nephew of the Emerald Champion that we've just defeated. <laughs> <laughs> well, he admitted to his crimes as well. It's kind of the he same admitted thing. to his crimes without being blackmailed, is exactly what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, but he was... He accepted his fate. Yeah, he probably had his fingernails torn out by Andy. No, that was just a very good role, actually. <laughs> out of all well, the non-player characters we have tackled today, this one is the worst. Mm. <laughs> I, didn't I can hit, I can get why Potboy's got a bit of a bee in his bonnet about. I didn't hit anybody in L5. Neither did I. I. None, None of us did. did. No. Hardly no. worth carrying a bloody sword. Exactly. Even all my what space... a shit scenario that was. <laughs> Tony! <laughs> all my special preparations, which I can't tell the other two about. Fuck all, can they get to use? <laughs> weeks and weeks of covert email writing and... Planning and scheming and no, no, no. Oh, I, I, can guarantee, I can guarantee in the next layer there'll be a fucking fight. <laughs> and <laughs> and we'll we'll all probably all die. die. <laughs> anyway, back to, to do with this. back to the world of Simbarim, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, is that all staying in? <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> right. Um, so again, there are, the people in the bar are still, you know, the talk of the town is still a little bit about What's happened with Tor mm. and the fact that you know mm. he hasn't come out of his house for two or three days, um, but the evening, the afternoon rolls on, and then the evening comes, and the bells start to ring mm. for curfew as the sun hits the tops of the trees to the west. <sighs> right, uh, is everybody making making for home? Yeah, usual kind of thing. People mm-hmm. start to. Where is Villy? Feely is sat on the bench where you've told him to sit. Pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. um, I go round and start shuttering up from the outside. There we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. All fine. Yep. Mm. All the patrons leave with a few minutes yeah. to go before before the, uh, the the curfew bells stop ringing. I imagine there's quite a few fireplaces in the top bit with a bar isn't there or there's no fire there's um, no fireplaces so I can't see from here without standing up so mm-hmm. on the upper bit there is so you've got a fireplace two fireplaces here effectively mm-hmm. and the chimney for that one comes up past here so it does come up 
So then that chimney is warm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no actual fireplace on the upstairs bit. Mm. But there is obviously that fireplace on the downstairs bit. Okay. The weather's quite good at the moment, so the the inn isn't going to get very, very cold. Cold, all right. No, 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 it's going to be kind, kind, but no, I'm not going to be We quite. sleep in the basement. There's no fucking fire in the no, basement. No, 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 it's quite warm in the basement, though, because you are underground. Yeah. This is a good point. Most basements I know are damp and cold, but cold, never mind. Yeah. Not this one. So what kind t- of time of year is it, then? What's the temperature going to so be overnight? Um, I mean, it'll get chilly, but it won't get cold. It won't get freezing or anything. Like I hasten to add that as an ogre, I'm quite prepared to have moss grow on me. So I'm yeah, not you complaining really about the damp and cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that not many basements I've known have ever been terribly snug. <laughs> but you can make it snug because you've been living down there for 20 years. Am I not a genius? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm happy. No, I'm, you're not a genius. Yes, I am a genius. <laughs> look, look at the fire, look, it's burning the house. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, Andy's talking about the real fire here in our lovely manor house rather than the fire in the game, which is really unhelpful for a podcast. Anyway. Yeah, you're going to have quite a bit to cut out of this one. Aren't you? I know, about how long have we been About an hour. I've got about an hour to cut out. <laughs> right. So, everyone leaves. You shut up shop. Yeah. Really, is kind of sort of hanging around as if he wants to help, but he, you know, no, we're he's not letting him help. We totally, we totally get, you know, he's, he's not asking the right to help. He's mm. not asking to help, but he's just kind of loitering as if, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a bit uncomfortable that he's not doing anything to help. Yes. Um, he's, I mean, he's appearing too eager to be helpful, mm. which is raising... Well, no, he just wasn't, you know, he was just... Raising a paranoia score, like... Kind of being available, is it? And as, are we down in... The cellar. Are we going down to bed now? Mm-hmm. In the cellar? I would tap, I clasp your shoulder mm-hmm. and look meaningfully... At the barrel. Oh, yes, I know, yes, yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. I nod. Mm. Yeah, the barrel where the hearts, the hearts are. Yeah. The, the stone yeah. hearts of your parents are, yeah. are resting. Yeah, yeah okay. you're thinking I should move it. I'm thinking I should yeah, move it. Yeah, and I'd tell the GM, shh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm listening. Yes. I, did, I did just think for the purposes of the tape, it might be good for the listeners to know what you're talking about. Mm. Although, if they've been listening to the previous episodes, yeah, they would know, yes. Know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if they haven't, yeah, fucking. Yeah, don't be following. <laughs> yeah, you might want to cut that. I will cut that. I will cut that as well. <laughs> the Coriolis effect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Apologise to our new visitors. Disavow's comments like that from Tony, but then we expect nothing more from him because he's a bit of a cunt. Yes. <laughs> he didn't even let us have a sword fight in L five. I know. For God's sake. All our We've been waiting for this game for a year, and we didn't get to fucking hit anybody. Is it really? I spent it? all my experience no, on Ninjutsu yeah. yeah. and Kenjutsu, and I didn't get a fight. <laughs> you'll get a fight next time. I guarantee you'll get a bitter fight. about it. Aren't we? Not bitter about it at all. Right, night time. You go to bed. Mm-hmm. You're leaving. You're, so you're letting Vary sleep upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are mm-hmm. we? Or no, he's still upstairs. Okay. He's not in the basement. No, we're told him the basement's out of bounds. One night upstairs. Mm-hmm. Well, even though Amla said don't be so hard on him yeah Amla doesn't run this pub anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay morning comes round mm-hmm. what are you doing stretching going up the stairs mm-hmm. okay. checking the place hasn't been ransacked in the night mm-hmm. uh, Vianney is, um, is asleep um, tucked up in some blankets on the 
getting Veerly's bundle, putting it on the table, taking well, the blankets off Veerly's bundle, wrapping the bundle up, tapping Veerly on the shoulder. I was saying, if we did all that, maybe I was actually going to move the casket and bury it underneath the statue of the Lonesome Ogre. Before waking him up? Before waking him up. It's quite a task to bury it under that. Is it? Yeah. It's not a quick job. It's not a quick job. No, oh, all right. Yeah. Don't do that. No. And if you start digging out underneath what's under it, you might knock it over. Oh, yeah. Right. And also, new to, I mean, the barrel, as long as the GM shuts up about it, mm-hmm. nobody we'll knows the, the hearts are in the barrel. The hearts are in the barrel? What, what barrel? I said, <laughs> as long as the GM <laughs> shuts up about it, nobody, not even our listeners, know that the valuable stone hearts are in the barrel. Well, you've got no idea how valuable they are. Yeah, but I've got a speaking suspicion. Yeah. Some people have killed two of us. You, well, you've killed for them, and mm. others have died for them. So you obviously think they're valuable. Mm-hmm. Well, Enough to kill them. for. Sentimental value. Yeah, yeah. they're my parents. Well, Bloody hearts. So I'm going to think they're uh, valuable. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you, hmm, money. We're doing a lot of stone hearts. Bloody hearts. A lot of these games are very similar, actually. Yeah. But, uh, mm. oh well. mm, maybe Two I... Swedish games from the same manufacturer are quite similar. <laughs> uh, so it's more about the GMs, I think. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm. So I'm waking. Well, so I'm bundling him. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. He says he ain't got stuff. He used to be a hunter, did he not? He's still asleep here, isn't he? He was asleep when you. But he starts to wake up as you're. Well, no, before up. you start. No, he's no, been no, he's no, been no, taking no, his blankets no, off him yeah. and stuff. I've been taking his blankets off him. Has he, was, he got in his bundle? Has he got a bow or whatever? No. He has a there's a there's a uh, like a there's a short sword in his bag. Okay, but that stayed in his bag. So I'm. Um, no, he never said he was hunter. He was the trader. He sent right, hunters out. He had and then, people to do the hunting for yeah. him. Yeah. Except, I think I might um, go and buy him a bow, actually. If I can afford one, I have no idea what price cost. You're going to buy him a bow. How much money? Yeah, he wants a living. Well, well I think if he's, if he's if he can, if he can hunt, you get a game game to hunt rabbits for you. No, I was going to say you go out in the forest and hunt, and then he could sell the um, yeah exactly skins around from the pub. We take a percentage. We take a cut. Mm. Good idea. But right now, just to make the point, I've bundled up. Is he half awake? Yeah, he's kind of you know, bleary-eyed. Bleary-eyed. Yeah, yeah. I show him the bundle, and I stomp downstairs. He goes, oh, oh well, please, don't, don't throw, just let me have some breakfast, I can pay. I put the bundle down just by the front door here, and then I go out to the front door and open up the shutters. Okay, a normal bow will cost you five thaler. Five dollars. Five thaler. Yeah, but thaler is German for dollar. But thaler. Yeah, but I don't want you to say that. If you say dollar, you have a heart attack and die. <laughs> <laughs> dollar. Oh, is that in real life? What's the exchange rate for the shilling to the thaler? Oh, it's oh. so the thing that really annoys me about this game is this, is is yeah, the you've mo- told us to. Oh. Is the money and the stupid exchange rate? It's just pointless, and then I. Can never find the exchange rate, and I should write it down, maybe. But one, oh yeah, this 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 is really weird and stupid. Okay, one thaler <laughs> is ten shillings. Oh. That crazy. 
<laughs> Ten shillings to the dollar. He's just a hundred dollars. Okay. okay so one dollar equals ten shillings. I will be cutting all of this out. Of so are you thinking of a different game then? <laughs> I probably am. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things I love about Simbrum is the really simple exchange rate. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, 100 or tegs is... Uh, 10 or tegs is a shilling. 10 shillings is a thaler. So that's quite sensible. It is quite sensible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can it's understand why you hate it, because it's so boring <laughs> and decimal. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, it's on the page 184. Yeah, I know. I found it just about the same time. And please excuse our GM, the GM family mental breakdown there. Uh, I've probably been with you guys for 36 hours. What do you expect? Anyway, so your five or tegs isn't going to buy... Although I think you probably. So how many? Okay. Um. How many thalers for a bow? Five. I've got ten shillings. Five shillings. I've got two shillings. Okay. Okay. Not for a bow. Yeah. Uh, I think. Um, well, I'm going to put my money up with buying a bow for. Give me a move anyway. Get his own bow. Yes. Not really good. Fucking charity. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Bloody humans. What have humans done for hot man? <laughs> what have James. the humans ever done for us? James, well, nothing. Roads, sanitation. Apart from roads. Yeah, it's safe to walk the streets at the streets in the night. Oh no, it isn't. No, it's 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 they have not made it safe. I, I definitely wrote something down about this, and I can't find it, which is really annoying. What about what? Something that is relevant to this moment. Some some scenario detail. See, your problem is writing it down in the first place. I'll just make it all up on the spot. I know. Including uh, double tree, four double, whatever you know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been staying in hotels lately? No, it wasn't no? double. I can't remember what his name uh, was. I don't know where that is. No, something, something, something four double, I'm sure, was there. No, okay, maybe I meant to do it, but I didn't. Yeah, well. Okay, so roll. Plan the scenario. Ooh. What? Hey, look. Bitches. You're the one who didn't plan the scenario if you didn't have a single fight in your fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, roll a d6. Oh, I don't have to. Get some You're dead. dead. <laughs> six, is that, that's yeah. good. Well, six, is, six is really good, yeah? Um, so, over, so over the time you've been there, hmm. Potboy, you've saved six Sala. Way! You've there been significantly less time, so you have you've saved one thala each. One thala. So is that how, how much money we've got? Yes. So you can add. Yeah. So I'd intended to do that, but I completely mm-hmm. forgot. My electronic character sheet is still downloading. <laughs> Down the super fast fire Wi-Fi network. We sh- well, so, so after all that, shall we actually still make the suggestion? To so we've got one thala each, yeah. So, um, well, I, 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 I don't make yeah. suggestions. You know me. I don't so, provide. Yeah. So basically, Anna going gives you a little bit of pocket money every now and then. Mm. So you don't, you know, you're not working here for nothing. Um, so having opened up, do I have any chores to do before I can go to market? Um, not that the others couldn't do, no. Right, I'm going to go to market and check out the bows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so which, which market? you get? There are two markets here. There is the, the goblin Square, which is a big market, largely goblins. And that's where his thing yeah, is based. Yeah, that's where his, yeah. his store is usually That's based. the one I'm going to check on. Okay. Actually. There are some... Well, there are, there are actually both human, Ambrian, and goblin bowyers here mm. who could produce you, who could create you, uh, you know, make you a bow. Yeah, but I don't want a bow, though. But if you're... Yeah, we're we're going to get... I'm just checking out the quality of the wares. 
No, so like I'm, I know about mm. bows, which I know nothing about. So I have 3.7. Ah. Oh, and also, really? I'm checking out special goblin armor. How much does that cost if I've got six tar left? Special goblin armor? Uh, not goblin armor. Ogre special armor. ogre armor. Buy some armor for Amla. So what kind of armor do you want? Well, I, I'm only allowed to have... No, two, so I've got three. A particular you only have light armor, and yeah. it's got to be custom built, isn't it? Yes. What's so the price it should, it should, I think it says armor. on your... It does not. Okay, what's... What the price is? It says only it's, it's light re, armor, which must no, be custom it, made. It's robust, And costs it? three times there the normal go. price. Three times the normal price. So what is the normal price? So normal price for light armor, which gives you 1d4 protection, which can be anything from woven silk armor? Mm. <laughs> uh... Wolf, no, you can't get that here. So you can get a blessed robe, an ordered an ordered cloak, a witch gown, or a wolf skin from here. Now, wolf skin's more machine, I think, as an ogre. So that's cumbersome. That will cost you three thala. Mmm. Bow for the charity case, <laughs> or three thala cumbersome armor. What's the, what are the other <laughs> alternatives? Well, the the others are going to cost you ten times that. Right, so Wolfskin armor is one Tyler normally. Yep. And I'm paying three. You're paying three because they have to make it for you, mm-hmm. and they obviously need more wolf pelts and all the rest of it. Yeah. And that will also impede you. Uh, what, make me slower? Make me less quick than I am? I'm trying to see what ability it affects. So, so basically, it, it, yeah, so you get minus two on anything that requires you to be acrobatic or stealthy. And wolfskin armor is better than light armor, is it? It is a form of light armor. It is a form of light armor. All right. So I give you one d four protection. Um, cost of cost of thala or three thala for the one that you'll have to have made for you specifically, pot boy. But it does give you a minus two bonus on anything that involves acrobatics or stealth or anything else that I think it applies to. So minus two on my discreet. Of five. It says here, for poor barbarian scouts, the cumbersome but cheap wolf skin armour is a common alternative. Skin that has been tanned in the most simple way and sewn together into some kind of passable protection. Uh-huh. Mm. Woven silk. Woven silk is the finest light armour. You can't get that in granite hold. Since the close weave of its threads withstands stabs and cuts far better than its weight suggests. Woven silk have been used by barbarians and ambience for a long time, and some scholars speculate if the knowledge originally comes from the elves, possibly dating back as far as the days of the Iron Pact. But um, you can't get the woven silk. You could get a witch gown here, but again, it'd have to be made for you. What's witch gown? Sounds like something these guys wear. Well, it binds protective spirits in carved pieces of bone and the skulls of fallen enemies into the clothing for protection. Mm. I think that'd be a bit dodgy to wear around here, really, wouldn't it? It's not going to... Being a witch, in this sense, uh, but, no, no, I'm isn't about automatically being, a bad thing. No, I mean, being a changeling, though. Mm. Knowing how... how um... Um, but you could get a wolf skin for one Thalo. Oh, we've got, I've got light armor only for 1d4, so... Yeah. But for Potboy, you can't wear anything other than light armor. So did you want to commission some light armour? No, I don't want to commission any armour. Anyway, so, so you want <coughs> to shopping. cumbersome armour when I've got discreet of five. I do have a tough skin. Frankly, that'll do. Um, so I'm looking at the bowyers. Yep. 
and selecting one that I like best. Kate, so you've got um, some goblin bows there. There's a crossbow, but they're quite expensive. A, a decent crossbow is going to cost you eight thala. Oh, got eight thala. Uh, six. So the, the the box standard bow, which both the goblins and the ambians are selling, uh, or can actually make for you because they don't they don't really have a lot of stock. Uh, but the goblin one is of a different design. It looks more like a composite bow design, mm-hmm. whereas the ambient one is a more traditional. Yeah, yeah. He's um, human though. I'll get him a human one. How much do you human ones? So that's five thala. And the guy's saying, "Well, look, um, I could make you a really good longbow. A bit more expensive, but that'll do you well in combat. It's uh, actually twenty-five thala. I listen politely. Twenty-five thala. Punch him in the face. Give you a great longbow. And then I go to the crossbow manufacturer. And they're at, what, eight, did you say? Yeah. I'm going to try this. Um, this is my first negotiation oh, you're, technique. Oh, you're <laughs> What, are you intimidate them? Persuasion. I'm just going to stare at them. Look with big eyes at the crossbow. Okay. It's not saying well, anything. As if you love it. Um, as if I, um, yeah, as if I love it. And I'm going to go and try and persuade him. But not saying anything. He's got a. He's got a coat. I'm just kind of like. Okay. Got it. Like a, like a meaningful a, look. Like a dog like the at the dinner table. <laughs> uh, who do we have? Who are you talking? So this is a. This, no, I think this is a goblin actually. This is a goblin called Duta. You know a little bit, or mm-hmm. you you know who he is. Uh, okay, you get minus two on your persuasion. Right, and my persuade is. 15, so I'm looking for. I'm looking for 13, and I get a 6. Okay, so he, he sees you and goes, I can see the love in your eye for that crossbow. It's a beautiful piece made by my own fair goblin hands. Never been fired in anger. It's a wonderful, wonderful weapon. I lean very close. Very close to his ear. Shot. He leans close to your ear and goes, Pardon? Oh, God. You don't set fire <laughs> to bows. <laughs> really funny. Yes. Okay, pop boy. Uh, Giddo, well done. Well done. You're very clever. Uh, there goes your discount. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, fifteen uh, thalas, you. So uh, eight thala for this for this bow. It's a it's a, lo- it's a lovely weapon. I sigh. And you know what? I'll even throw in ten bolts. I sigh and uh, get my hard-earned coins out of my pocket. You feel this this purse where I keep my coins? Yeah, is hardly ever opened. <laughs> <laughs> Small, small family of rabbits climb out and run off. No, I put those in the stew last time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> otherwise, I'm having more than the rabbits that you let me catch in the last episode. Um, so I count out the six coins I have. Heavy sigh. Put it back slowly in my pocket. Make another persuasion roll. <laughs> Two. 
Sure, this is just for charity, boy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Do you want to get a crossbow? Well, he, he, says, uh, crossbow yeah. he doesn't need to have any skill to use a crossbow, is my thinking. He's going to complain that he can't shoot a bow, but anybody can shoot a crossbow. Uh, what are we uh, on, on accurate? Sure, a good hunting weapon, isn't it? Sure. We do something a bit, a bit of a charity case in this gaming weekend. Uh, I can't pronounce the guy's name again now. Duta, Duta. says, I can't really sell it out for six. Not with throwing in the, you know, ten bolts as well. I mean, that's that's a big discount, pot boy. Two? I point to the bolts. Two bolts. Big wide eyes. Okay, he's going to try and be resolute against this. <laughs> so, uh, I guess it's a persuade roll again. Again at minus two. Minus two. Yeah. 15, 13. Six. He says, look, okay. I'll let you have the bow and five balls for six. If I get dinner at the inn for the next three nights two nights I hold up one finger two nights then two nights I think what we've got for dinner you've got old rabbit stew I think no I haven't I've got uh, split pea and ham <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's a Swedish game we've got to have art uh, I take his little hand in my big hand okay, yeah yeah so he counts out five bolts and picks up the bow and over to you, takes the money. So that's six, Sala. Thank you, pop boy. Okay. Cross it off. You're making me cross it off the list. Well, you you spent it. You spent it. So I did. He goes, that's my lifetime well, savings. I will see you in a couple of hours, pop boy. Excellent. Mm. Ham soup. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I thought it was red. <sighs> no, I've just said it's ham soup. Because yeah. that's what he's got on the cooker here. Um, so I... Um, okay, in the meantime, what are you guys doing? Just opening up the inn for the, uh, for the yeah. morning? Yeah, we're doing pot boy's job for him. Actually, while he's swanning off shopping. <laughs> <laughs> opening up. And then making sure that what's his face sure doesn't go anywhere near the cellar. Now, really, he seems to be... Doesn't show any interest in going into the kitchen or anything, you know... Other than kind of standing at the door talking to the people who are in there. So he hasn't made any mm-hmm. any move for the cellar at all. So as far as you can tell. Yeah, okay. I just wonder, should we tell him? Because we've discussed this idea of him hunting, haven't we? And we tell you. We have, yes. Mm. You, you tried to catch me this morning and tell me that thing. Yeah. Kind so of as you were going out the door, I guess. You mm. And I gave you a, 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 a begrudging nod. Mm-hmm. Which means I still haven't got a clue. <laughs> so, shall I, I, I return? <laughs> okay, yeah, you yeah. come back. Mm. So as I come it's now, in, you know, it's now sort of maybe nine, ten o'clock. I pick up the bundle. It's um really so really's buying breakfast and staying. Mm. So. He's bought some breakfast. Is he yeah. going to sit down at the table? He's gone back to the exact spot where you told I'm him. I'm just going to gonna go out. once he's done that. I'm just going to go and have a chat with the kitchen staff and subjectively just ask what. Really was talking. To, really was talking to them about. Okay, um, they say, look, yeah, he was just apologising again. You know, explaining kind of what happened and why he was in that position. Uh, yeah, he wasn't asking any particular questions. You say, look, okay. you know, he really appreciates the fact that you know Adalbert in particular hasn't 
born a grudge against him for starting a fight and then punching him in the head. Uh, Adalbert still got a bit of a black eye as a result of it. And, uh, you know, he really hoped that, you know, he's got nowhere else to go. You know, know, even if it's just a corner and the corner to sleep at night, um, he, you know, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be out on the street to be killed by the horrible things, particularly the new things that seem to be going around. Uh, everyone's talking about. Um, doesn't really want to be left on the street yeah, to be torn. Being to killed by the old things would be much better than being killed by the new things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, yes. that was that's pretty much. Okay, thanks. So you get back, pot boy, carrying my bow. Yeah, and the my, and the five bolts in one hand. I pick up the bundle of. Realise, which I left by the door. Yeah. Uh, where is he? He's back up. He's back up in his spot in that corner. Come where he up stairs. I stuff his bundle beneath the bench again. Mm. Is he looking at me? How he is go? looking at you in a rather like um, conf- yeah. confused way. Yeah. I show him one finger, <laughs> and then I put the bow on his table, and the bolts. bolts. Uh, should, should we uh, should we explain? I think Ponder. So right, here's the thing. Yeah, you go hunting. You bring back skins. You can stay here, but we take a cut from what you sell. And that that bow is for me. And that bow is for you. I nod slowly. He goes deal, <laughs> and he shakes your hand like really enthusiastically. You like because. Like somebody who's just been reprieved, you, you know, you thought he was about to be thrown out, or you know, you mm-hmm. walk up with a crossbow and he thinks, "Okay, what the hell is <laughs> going on here?" And suddenly you're giving him a crossbow, you're telling him he can stay here, but all he's got to do is give you a cut. Uh, so, um, okay, I mean, how much, how much of a cut do you want? Had we thought that far? Boy, have you? I mean, you know, I'm not a great hunter. That's why I got other people to do it, but I'll do my best. Forty percent. Forty percent. Fifty percent. 90 percent 54 percent 45 percent i'm not doing percent i'm doing five things we take that cut 20 percent okay <laughs> <laughs> okay actually get, that's quite good he gets free he gets lodgings and then he gets 20 yeah okay, so uh, so we, we take 20 percent yeah we take 20 percent deal well i mean that's what i'm suggesting to you yes guys. yeah okay but he's, some he's, parts this, uh, of, of the inn are off limits to him. You know, you know, to, he stays and lives in the bar area. He doesn't go anywhere else. Yeah. As um, soon as he steps out... Somebody can go to the toilet. He can go to the toilet. We can crap Where the is toilet. the toilet? You crap out of the window. The window. On the veranda. Like anywhere else. There's no indoor toilets here, guys. After all, there's, what? There's an outdoor toilet <laughs> somewhere. What did the humans ever do for us? Not sanitation. <laughs> <laughs> You go and crap in at the river, is what you do. You know, he stays in the bar. You crap in a bucket and chuck it in the river. As soon as you step, you know, bucket. Trump, ooh, look tree. Yeah. <laughs> he stays in the bar area. He's, I just know, crap in my hand. Goes outside the bar area. He says, he, "Yeah, he, look, he's out." Um, what about what about in the game? Really, is kind of pathetically grateful. You know, he thought you were going to be chucking him on the street, and he didn't know what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've given him a weapon, and you've yeah. said, you said <laughs> <laughs> is, that, "Is that wise?" 
<laughs> you've said he can stay here, uh, and you've cut him a deal, which is actually quite generous. So he's um, the cool. owners and staff at the Lonesome Burger Inn were found dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They each had a bolt to the back of the head in execution yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Killed in this. But my, my reasoning behind this is he goes out all day hunting. Mm. He's yeah. not in the inn. We don't have to keep an eye on him. Yes, yeah. um, he still sleeps upstairs. He's not coming down in the basement, mm. as far as I'm concerned. No, he's not. He's been, yeah. I made so, that clear to him. I said, if you step outside the bar, you're out. The deal's over. Yeah. And he has to repay, has to repay you for the bun. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing that a 20% cut comes to me until my six tower back. But I don't know. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. But yeah. well, well, I'm not actually... That's what I'm thinking. Well, well, you know, Amla well, might have a view, possibly. I haven't expressed that view because... So it's not actually your in, it's his, yeah. after all. Amla, Amla said that I should take pity on him. Go easy on him. Mm. Yeah, Go easy true. on him. I have gone easy on him. You have gone very easy on him. You've gone on him so easy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to stop having these all male get togethers. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of mid morning now. Mm-hmm. Vili has uh, gone. Basically, yeah, he's it's taken gone. the bull by the horns and he's taken the. Uh, the crossbow. He's left his bag and stuff behind. He's gone off um, to basically go and look into the, you know, just really the edges of the forest because people who go very deep don't tend to come back. That's where everybody hunts, so isn't it? At the edges. Yeah. So he's going to go and do some hunting. Oh, well, um, you know, if he doesn't come back, that's a win win as well, really, isn't it? Well, lost that crossbow. Pot Boy smiles knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> So, Potboy's charity was just about having something else kill Veerly other than Potboy. That's a bit... No, Potboy's giving Veerly a chance to make a new living for himself mm. without working... You know, he was profiteering off the backs of the workers. I think Potboy's a bit of an early socialist. <laughs> um, now he is setting up in business, not just taking a cut of what everybody else does. Learning to be a better man. As long as he stays out there. Set up. As long as he stays out there and doesn't work, doesn't start shagging some tart again. <laughs> By shagging some tart, I mean, you know, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> Having a meaningful relationship with, with, with a fully empowered woman of her, with, who makes decisions on her Beautiful own. Beautiful young woman. Mm. Yes, shagging some tart. Anyway, so it's now mid-morning. Um, could you guys make vigilant rolls, please? Vigilant. Yeah. That'd be a nine, then that'd be... How vigilant am I? Oh, I'm ten. That's a one. What's a one? Is one of the, one of the critical success? Uh, if there is such a thing. Well, uh, no, I don't spot anything. Yeah, I succeed. Not a um, one. You notice that it's now sort of ten, eleven o'clock, and um, Amla hasn't come down. Oh God. He's which is fucking. Which is a bit unusual. Killed her. We're going to go up there. He's been. Him. And find, and find Amla, a crossbow I'm, bolt. Back back head. <laughs> I mean, Amala hasn't been spending much time down, but it does tend to come out in the morning and then go away. Well, I'll go up and... Since Elgore's gone, anyway. Uh, go up to Amala's room, knock on the door. Uh, there's no... Then I'll no reply. open the door and have a look in. The door's locked. Or it's barred or something. You can't open it. Give me a shout. Go on, give me a shout. I can persuade that door open. <laughs> 
Well, I think you've got to go in there. You've got to go there to see what's happened around there. So, pop boy. Yeah. So basically, that door there, which goes into their wider rooms, is the lock. Okay. There's no other so way. So I come in up there. the stairs. So there's the door behind the bar on the upper level. Does won't open. And um, my strong is thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's a little wobbly though. What's your strong? Yeah, no, we have this discussion 14. every time, every game. How come? You've got yeah, we have this discussion. That's a good question. I have an ogre, and he's you've a got a stronger 14. Yeah. You guys rolled stats, didn't you? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think the thing is, though, also, there should be a a stat bonus for races, so mm. ogres should have a strength of oh, 15 or 16 or something, but then they lose on something else, mm-hmm. but that's not the way the rules are. So That's fine. I was happy with the stats until I found out you had a strength of 14. <laughs> anyway, I'm the one who looks strong. I'm the one people call when they need something strong done. Okay. So I'm going to have a go with this door first. And when I fail, you can come and open it and I <laughs> will have loosened it. Okay? <laughs> no, no. I would never want to step on your arm. My God, you've talked lots. <laughs> no, this is me as a player. <laughs> go on then, right. Matt. Make your roll. So, um, uh, it's, not a strong, it's not a strong door, so you can have plus five. Plus five. 18. Well, I could have over that then. I've got oh, you could have tried to pop, but you didn't bother. You went, pop boy. 17. <laughs> it kind of holds and then opens. Um, basically, there's a little, just a little bolt that had been put across. Um, but you've now broken. Mm. It's now broken. I'll fix it. Uh, Depending on whether we've got a boss anymore. You know that this the, the first room you come into doing that is kind of a reception room, yeah. lounge room. Mm-hmm. You go through the curtain that holds off to the corridor. Mm. Amla's room is, is this one here mm-hmm. on the left at the end. And it's the bed is undisturbed and the room is empty. But you find that on the bed. Oh dear. And as I'm opening this... And by that, I mean there's a note. Yes. <laughs> For those people who are listening to For the benefit podcast. of our listeners, uh, I'm, as I'm opening the note, I'm walking out and into... This is El Gore's old bedroom, yeah. is it? And just yeah. checking to make sure he's not in there. No, he's not in there. So you get to read that and then translate it to us in sign language. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs this is going to be the most exciting uh, <laughs> podcast history gone. ever. I don't want to just kill myself before it's over. You have been listening to The Simba Room Effect, presented by RPGGods.org and FictionSuit.org. The music was the Carvosti theme by Iron Pact Orchestra, used with permission of Young Ringham. Typefaces are Code by Font Fabric and Season of the Witch Black by Image X.